there. I'm your host, Leslie Randolph. I'm a self-confidence coach for teenage girls and the self-confidence coach you wish you had as a teen. Honestly, I'm the self-confidence coach I wish I had as a teen because I know I could have saved myself and my mother a whole lot of heartache if I'd only known then what I know now. I hope to save you some of that suffering by sharing the lessons I learned late in life right here on Why Didn't They Tell Us. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy people. Welcome back to Why Didn't They Tell Us. I'm so excited to be back on the mic and sharing a lesson that I learned late in life. And let's just be honest, right at the get-go today, I'm still learning. Because the thing about self-confidence is it's not a destination. It's a journey. And one I am still very much on. (laughs) I remember when I started this work, I thought that the goal, like the finish line, was to to one day wake up with unshakable self-confidence. Like, put me in any situation and self-confidence will just magically appear. And, And like, it would just be a constant, right? And part of the package of this goal, of this finish line that I (laughs) dreamed up in in that beautiful brain of mine was that I would no longer feel doubt or anxiety. The feels that often get in the way of self-confidence, right? Doubt, anxiety, insecurity, fear. If we think of our emotions in terms of like a landscape, emotional real estate, if you will. Well, if I had all this self-confidence, if it was this constant, then certainly there'd be no room for any of the other emotions, right? And, And I see this with my clients too. They start this work and they feel their their mindset muscles strengthening, their self-confidence soaring. And, And yes, of course, their doubt and anxiety dissipate. But then they feel like they're failing or maybe they're they're doing it wrong when they feel doubt or anxiety. And, And the truth is that every feeling the good and the bad, self-confidence, doubt, courage, bravery, fill in your flavor of your favorite emotion or least favorite, they're, they're part of the human experience. All of them. No human alive is immune to feeling all the feels. Not me, the confidence coach. Teens, not your parents. Parents, not your teen. And and even the most successful person you can bring into your mind's eye, they still feel doubt and anxiety. No one is free of this, period. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Our privilege as humans is to feel and to feel it all. The good, the bad, and everything in between. Now, here's the thing though. It's what we do and don't do with those emotions that matters. It's what we do and don't do when we feel them that matters. It's what we believe about ourselves and our lives when we feel those negative emotions, that doubt and anxiety that will either cultivate self-confidence or chip away at it. It will either create the life of your dreams or stand in the way of it. Self-confidence, you know, it's, it's like a muscle. And, and one that we can cultivate and also strengthen. 
Now, my coaching sessions are like a a one-on-one session with a personal trainer at the mindset gym, if you will. And now I want to think about that, that body of yours. And, you know, if you do go to the gym, you don't go once and walk out with bulging biceps (laughs) or or an eternal six-pack. Well, I did my crunches, so I guess I, you know, will just have this six-pack moving forward. No, no. We strengthen those muscles and then we continue to condition them every day. That's what this work looks like, that then we have the tools to not let doubt and anxiety stand in the way of who we want to be and what we want to achieve and what we want to create in this one and only life of ours. Now, I'm sure my intro makes you question the title of today's show, which is How to Ditch Doubt and Overcome Anxiety. But stick with me, okay? Um, Before we dive in, I want to say, if you're listening to this episode on the day it launches, July 26th, and you're interested in learning more about self-confidence and how to cultivate that for yourself or your teen, then be sure to click the show notes. There's a link in show notes to save your seat for Yes, You Can self-confidence simplified. It's a mindset masterclass that I'm doing for free. And uh, I'm going to talk about what self-confidence is and why you want it. Trust me, you do. It's awesome. (laughs) And, And also we'll identify what gets in the way of it and how you can start cultivating self-confidence today. And it's an all-ages show. So mom, grab your teen. Teen, grab your mom or your dad. Uh, Join me at 1.30 Central Time for this free workshop. And if you can't make it live, just sign up anyway. As long as I remember to hit record, y'all will get a recording of it uh, to watch and listen at your leisure. As always, I'm also going to include a link for my free guide, Six Simple Steps to Help Your Teen Cultivate Confidence, and that's for parents who need help helping their teen feel more confident in their lives. So click the link in show notes or go to confidencecoachforgirls.com to grab all that goodness. All right, let's talk about how to ditch doubt and overcome anxiety. (laughs) And if you're skeptical, I don't blame you. I probably didn't, uh, I didn't build too much confidence with that intro. (laughs) And I use confidence tongue in cheek. So here we go. A few weeks back, um, I had the privilege of presenting on this very topic to the parent-tween connection. And while I loved sharing their this wisdom with their audience, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity, I wanted to bring the, the, the takeaways and the tools to you. Um, throughout my career, throughout my life, I have yet to meet a teen or a human that doesn't deal with doubt and anxiety. It is, as I said, you know, the most common barrier to self-confidence. And it's the greatest obstacle towards goals, dreams, the life of your dreams, whatever it is you want to achieve. But remember, it's not the emotions that are the issue. It's what we do and don't do when we feel them and what we make them mean about ourselves that becomes the barrier to self-confidence. And I am intimately acquainted with it myself. Um, In fact, before giving this presentation, I was feeling very anxious and dealing with a lot of doubt, a lot of doubt. I was actually in the thick of it one day and I just, I I let it all out on my best friend, Taryn. And in the most loving way, she, she mirrored back to me what I see with a lot of my clients. She was like, 
you're really focusing on the negative right now. This, this isn't Leslie the life coach. What's going on? <laughs> and this loving response echoed that even with all my tools, I still get caught up and almost paralyzed by doubt and anxiety if I let it. And I was in that, in that moment. In that, she was right. I wasn't helping myself during that, that period of time, especially the, the 30 minutes that I just unleashed on her. I was focusing on the negative, what wasn't working, what could go wrong. You know that worst case scenario thinking that our teens and the teen that still exists in all of us is so good at pointing out and like totally fixating on. And so I took a breath because she had given me this moment to pause. And that's so critical, that that beat and a breath. One of our greatest tools in our toolkit that none of us use enough is just taking a breath and a step back. And I said to her, you know, sometimes the punch in the gut is more evident than the tender hug. And I needed this reminder, and I'll, and I'll share it with you now, that self-confidence and self-love my friend, they are subtle. It's almost like a whisper. Of like, you got this. I believe in you. But doubt and anxiety and the thoughts that cause it are, are loud. They're boisterous. They demand our attention. It's an alarm sounding. Something is wrong. You aren't equipped for this. You can't do it. So, we don't want to resist those emotions, the doubt and the anxiety. What coaching is and what I, you know, urge and encourage you is to learn to allow and process them. And I'm going to give you a tool during this episode to help you do just that. So stick around. When we resist or push them down, our beautiful brain just like turns up the volume on them. Like I said, I want you to think of doubt and, and anxiety as like an internal alarm system. And that is exactly what it is. It's our nervous system sounding an alarm that something is wrong. And through that lens, we can actually appreciate doubt and anxiety because there is sometimes a reason to feel doubt or anxious, right? Didn't study for the test? Yeah, you probably doubt your ability to do well. Didn't prepare for the presentation at work? you're feeling anxious as you walk into the boardroom or turn on the Zoom. But a lot of times I see doubt and anxiety showing up for my clients when, when the alarm system is coming from their thinking versus the facts of what's happening. Now, now my best friend was so wise in this moment to acknowledge it to me, to, you know, give, be my mindset mirror that I was focusing on all the negative and all my thoughts were just like regurgitating all of that. And if, if you've been here for a while, you know that my approach is rooted in the belief that your thoughts cause your feelings. And so if we think about that internal alarm of our nervous system, that is our thought saying danger, danger, danger. And then there comes that feeling of doubt and anxiety. And I can appreciate that sometimes we feel the doubt and anxiety before we recognize the thoughts. And certainly we don't hear danger, danger, danger 
It's more, I'm going to fail this test. I'm going to bomb this presentation. They aren't going to like me. I'm not going to make any friends, right? But we can feel the doubt and anxiety. Now, it's really important that we have the tools to then go up into that beautiful brain of ours and say, okay, what's going on up here that has me feeling this way? Again, this tool will offer you that. Now, the greatest gift that I offer my clients, and I'm I know I've offered it to you before, but I'm going to say it again and again and again, is that our thoughts are not facts. They are not truth. Our thoughts are not facts and they are not truth. They are optional sentences in our brain that we can choose to believe. And when we choose to believe them, they will elicit an emotion from us. And, and if we back up even more, you know, some research suggests that our brains think 60,000 thoughts a day. And of that, a staggering 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive. <laughs> so without tools to stop that soundtrack of negativity in our minds, we, we will let those thoughts stop us from going after goals and taking risks because when you're feeling doubt or anxiety, you will not go after goals, chase dreams, take risks, right? So I'll break this down in, in a very um, elementary way. So let's say the thought you're thinking is, I can't do it, right? Whatever it might be, taking the test or going into the boardroom to do the presentation, I can't do it. Of course, you're going to feel doubt. If your brain is telling you, I can't do it, and you're choosing to believe I can't do it, you're going to doubt your ability to do it. And now, sometimes I think of doubt as like, it, if we follow the breadcrumb trails of it, it leads to anxiety. And it looks a little bit like this. I can't do it. <laughs> and here's everything horrible that will happen if I even try, right? that worst case scenario thinking. And of course it elicits anxiety because now your brain is going to give you every worst possible outcome of what will happen if you even dare to try. But I can't do it and I can't do it and here's everything horrible that will happen if I even try are optional sentences in your brain. Our brain is doing its job in that moment, right? It doesn't want you to feel negative emotion. It doesn't want you to fail. It equates failure with danger, danger, danger. And so it's always going to sound that alarm for you when you're doing something new, when you're taking a risk, when you are putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Your brain wants you on your couch watching Netflix or just mindlessly scrolling on social media because nothing bad can happen there. But I promise you nothing good can happen there either, right? Our dreams don't become a reality when we sit on the sidelines of our lives. Our dreams become reality when we go into that discomfort zone. But you will feel so much better in it when you are equipped with confidence versus anxiety. You will feel so much more equipped when you are loving and believing in yourself versus doubting your ability. And that comes from what you think about you. That comes from your thoughts. So we have to challenge the ones 
that your brain on its default setting is offering. I can't do it. I can't do it and here are all the reasons why and everything horrible that will happen. As I said in the intro, feelings are part of the process. So if you feel duped by how to ditch doubt and overcome anxiety, you're right. We can't ditch it. When we try to ditch it, it is going to come back with more gusto. We actually want to learn to allow and process the emotion so that we can then get into a more deliberate state, one of self-confidence, self-love, and self-belief to go after what it is that you want to do. So I guess the goal really would be how to stop emotions from stopping you. We don't need to immediately turn off the alarm system that tells the the anxiety and doubt just go away. It doesn't need to go away. We want to give that emotion the attention that it is vying for without giving it all of us. We want to give the emotion the, the time and the space to be felt without giving it our self-worth our dreams, everything. We just want to give it enough to let it have its moment so we can then turn down the volume on it and turn up the volume on the thoughts and the feelings that will get us to where we want to go. Going after those goals, taking those risks, making those dreams a reality. So if we think of anxiety and doubt as the alarm system of your nervous, the alarm of your nervous system going off, I want you to think nerve. This is the tool that I will offer you. And uh, if you want a a copy of it in writing, uh, just shoot me an email at lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com and I will get it to you. So it's called nerve and it's an acronym of what to do when you're feeling that big feel and how to allow and process it versus allowing it to stop you. So what do we start with? The N, we name and neutralize the emotion. You know, I'm going to step back for a moment. If you think of like when your teen is feeling a really big feeling and you're like, no, you're fine. It's okay. Rationally, we think that this would make the emotion go away. It actually makes it so much bigger. Because remember, that emotion is vying for your attention. The alarm is going off. So answer the call by allowing it to be there. We name and we neutralize it. You put a name to the feeling and then lean into acceptance of it. I am feeling anxious and that's okay. I am feeling doubt and that's okay because it is okay. The feeling is part of the human experience. The feeling doesn't need to go away. It's okay. And then, and then E and E, we experience the feeling in the body, right? We get into that body out of our brains. Yes, the brain, the thoughts are what will, you know, allow you to shift the emotion, but we don't need to go there yet. Remember, we are letting this feeling have its moment. So experience it in your body. Allow it to be there. Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it dull? What color is it? And then R, recognize how it makes you want to respond 
Again, it is not the motion that is the issue. The issue often is what it has us do or not do. Does it have you not raising your hand in class and willing to, you know, answer the question out of fear of, you know, dying of embarrassment? Does it have you not raising your hand at work to sign up for that project or to ask for the promotion? Recognize how it makes you want to respond in that moment with whatever situation you are in. Now, don't do that. Remember, we're just recognizing how it typically makes you want to respond. When you feel that feeling, what do you want to do? What don't you want to do? Do you want to avoid? Do you want to procrastinate? Do you want to give up? Do you want to call mom and have her pick you up from school? <laughs> what doesn't make you want to do? Now, at this point, forgive me, I meant to add this. We need to add a whole lot of deep breaths into all of this. <laughs> Breath, again, greatest tool in our toolkit. So when we are naming and neutralizing the emotion, breathe. Breathe into accepting it. When we're experiencing it in our body, breathe into where it is. Feelings are just vibrations in our body. They can't hurt us. And when we just breathe, we are calming that nervous system. We are turning down the volume on the alarm. So then once you have put breath into your body, you have felt the feeling in your body, you have from a very loving place heightened your awareness of how you typically respond when you feel it, then you can voice the reason behind it. What are you thinking that is causing this emotion? and fueling you to want to act in that way. You can bring pen to paper. Journaling is such a great gift for ourselves and for our teens of putting it on paper because then we can have it from a different vantage point. Rather than those thoughts just running around rampant in that beautiful brain of yours, you can then see them on paper. And that is where we go into E, elevating our thinking. Because if you believe your thoughts are not facts, your thoughts are not truths, your thoughts are optional sentences in your brain, then, then you can choose to believe something different in that exact moment that has you feeling a little more confident, a little less anxious, a little better. When you do this nerve, name and neutralize, explore it and experience it in your body, recognize how it makes you wanna respond, voice the reason behind it and elevate your thinking with a lot of deep breaths, you can see that the feeling isn't scary. They don't hurt you, but they can stop you from feeling confident, going after goals, chasing dreams, living the life of your dreams. And that is how we continue to build that beautiful belief, bank of belief in ourselves of who we are and what we are capable of. Self-confidence. So why didn't they tell us that feelings aren't scary? In fact, anxiety and doubt, part of the package of this beautiful experience of life. We're thankful for that alarm because it, it keeps us safe. It keeps us alive, but it's when we catastrophize and are going from that worst case scenario of I can't do it and then refuse to even try, that is where we chip away at our self-confidence, 
and where we don't go after the goals we want and the life we want. And that is the life I want for you, my friends. So we don't need to ditch doubt. We don't need anxiety to go away. We just need to learn how to lovingly process it, allow it, and then elevate our thinking just enough to get us to where we want to go. I know you can. I know you can get there. I'm cheering you on every step of the way. That's what I have for you today, my friends. Be sure to check the show notes for all those links and that goodness that I have for you. Uh, would love to see you at Yes, You Can, Self-Confidence, Simplified, um, and you know to offer you that tool to help your teen cultivate confidence. Before we sign off today, I want to do a quick shout out and thank you to this episode sponsor, Day House Coworking in Highland Park. If you work from home like I do, um, and I'm coming to you live from home today, I wish I was in their podcast recording booth where I have such incredible sound quality, but you do what you got to do. Um, you know that being home can be both distracting and isolating. And the beautiful part of Dayhouse, not to mention that you are free of those distractions and those dishes from home. There is a strong community where you are surrounded by friendly faces, including my own. It is a parent-friendly, mom-owned space that is the ultimate solution if you are done going in alone and working from home. So if you want to check them out, head over to dayhousecoworking.com and learn more. You can also book a tour and a free trial day. I hope to see you there, my friends. Till next time. Love what you hear? Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at confidencecoachforgirls.com. That's confidencecoachforgirls.com. Or email me at lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. That's lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you.